0: No, my heart, my key, tenai hortaka. Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. My name is Wallace Chapin. Very nice to be with you. Uh, let's go first to Parliament Grounds uh, because there has been a very recent uh, development happening right now. RNZ reporter Jake McKee is with me right now. Jake Kiota, uh, you're at Parliament Grounds now. What is happening?
1: In the past five minutes, a fire has broken out on Parliament lawn, and we're hearing explosions. We understand this is gas bottles that are on the lawn. There are tents nearby which had people had gas bottles in for barbecues or such. We could see one of those gas warmers outside, and people are throwing stuff into this fire. And every time there's been an explosion, the crowd is actually cheering at this. Now, in the past hour, this line has actually, the police have taken a much more aggressive approach, which has fueled up the protesters. Police have managed to gain back about 50 metres of Moldworth Street than they had earlier today. But the focus now is on this fire. These protesters are not necessarily getting away from it. They are just throwing stuff in. Tents are breaking around here, and people are lobbing any belongings they can in. There is a thick black smoke rising from the centre of the Parliament lawn, and it is now moving its way into the air and spreading around the Parliament area. You can hear in a repeated call over a loudspeaker police, from police telling protesters to leave. Parliament lawn and the whole Parliament precinct is closed and they want people to leave. This fire is still raging and at the moment the road is closed. I can't actually see how far an emergency can get in here to put this out.
0: Yeah, I'm just watching the, uh, the, the the fire right now, Jake. Uh, look, it looks pretty intense. Uh, it looks to be centred around this big black tent there, people are around there, uh, police are there. Um, uh, do we know if it's under control
1: or not? At the moment, I would say it's not under control because people keep throwing stuff into it. Mm. I'm just seeing now tent, pole, uh, you know, uh, tent poles and tent pegs and stuff being thrown through the air, uh, lots of different items, people are pretty much grabbing whatever they can. Now, it's been the strange thing in the past half an hour. We've seen protesters get angry with each other because people were saying, no, you know, we're here, we're blah, blah, blah. But people are just throwing whatever they can. This is undoubtedly just violent now. Jake,
0: before you go, is there any sense of the protest actually getting under control? What's your, what's your, what are you seeing around that?
1: Well, I mean, compared to what we saw earlier today. You know, police made ground earlier, they cleared part of Molesworth Street, they cleared Hillsworth, uh, Hill Street, and they've managed to make a line. And that's kind of what's triggered this um, action this afternoon was when police managed to gain ground. They gained about 50 metres coming south down Molesworth Street, and they gained the area there. That obviously riled up protesters, they weren't happy at being pushed back. Uh, what started this fire in the lawn? I don't know. But as I say to you now, the lawn, the, the sky is getting much thicker and black, we're actually on Moldworth Street when we started this conversation, I could see the Parliament buildings, but now I can't even see them.
0: Kia ora, Jake. Thanks for that. And uh, do stay safe out there. That's RNZ reporter Jake McKee there. I'm just watching it now. So uh, just recapping on that. A tent is, uh, this is the very latest development. This is five minutes ago. Uh, the tent is burning rapidly as protesters throw fuel on the flames, including mattresses. That is what Stuff reports also, and I'm just looking at it now, the, uh, the police are dousing down the flame. Huge amounts of smoke there, but it looks like right now the uh, flames uh, from what I can tell are out. We'll go straight to this right after four with a uh, NZ reporter uh, Jimmy Allingham and also too, to the wider context we've got Professor Paul Spoonley on just uh, who these people are uh, and where to take, where will it go from here Anyway, our uh, manuhuri today Sarah Sparks, writer and communications consultant serving Papa, Māori, equity, human rights and justice issues also the chair of an independent community panel uh, convened to offer perspectives on the COVID response Sarah, are you with us? Kia ora. Kia ora, Wallace. Nice to have Lovely you on the programme. Lovely to program. be with you. Yeah, all of this, Scott Campbell, uh, Director of Campbell Square Communications, former political reporter for Three. Kia ora, Scott. Uh, so Kia ora, Okay, so you're both here. And look, while we're here, and just on that, the scenes that we're seeing uh, in Parliament uh, are quite intense this afternoon. Uh, we have a dear panel. We've got a couple of emails. But just your, just your response on what's been happening today. Sarah, have you been following it at all?
2: I have. It's anarchy. Uh, and uh, I just hope that there aren't any children involved in there and it's inexplicable. Yeah. And, it, yes.
3: Scott? Yeah, disturbing. I'm watching the same live stream as you are, uh, Wallace, at the moment. And to see um, you know, police being put in that position um, where they are having things thrown at them constantly there's that fire that's on Parliament's grounds, which uh, looks like they're trying to get under control at the moment, but you know this was supposedly a peaceful protest and I, and, and I just you know I get that police have gone on there today to give some order back to the to our Parliament grounds, but this is just disturbing watching what's happening at the moment. In all your years of political reporting, you'd be very familiar
0: with these grounds, Scott, you've um, seen nothing like this.
3: No, nothing like this. We've seen, you know, protest march up to the steps of Parliament. It takes me back to, um, you know, the foreshore and seabed hekoi, which at that time people were talked about as being haters and wreckers. And, you know, that that was an orderly protest in comparison to this. This is just, you know, this goes well beyond what I think the original protest was about. And I know we're going to talk about that shortly, but this is not about ending mandates. This is just about civil disobedience today. And you know, I'm I'm glad the police have gone in there and, and put their foot down. It's about time.
0: Pretty strong words there, and we will be uh, crossing live again to uh, Parliament Grounds just after four, so do stay tuned. And also to that wider context, which uh, Sarah and Scott are talking about with um, distinguished Professor Paul Spoonley. And any updates will uh, keep you informed throughout the hour. And by the way, if you are down there or nearby just watching, you might be watching from a window or whatever, Uh, you might live near the area, what are you seeing? Text us uh, on 2101. Time for... uh an email. As we know, every Wednesday is Dear Panel Day and we seek out the emails that aren't related to anything topical. Do feel free to email us the subject line, Dear Panel. So here's one from AD in Wellington. We've just moved into an apartment, our first time, uh, so all quite exciting. But the issue is whether to take all the books. We had a feature wall of books but is now the time to de-book. My other half wants all the books to come with us, I would like 50 books, tops, curated, with just 20 t- permanent books and the others revolving when we buy. Permanence would include, say, Claudia Orange's Treaty of Waitangi. Revolving would be, say, The Zen the Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. I'm familiar with that title. Anyway, this uh, 80 says, I had it for 20 years. As a book lover, I ask, more versus fewer books, what would you do? Around the panel on this, Sarah, you first.
2: Well, I I mean, I'm a bookworm from way back. And in fact, I have recently moved into an apartment and gone through this exact exercise. (laughs) I had bookshelves galore in my previous funny and I was not able to bring them all across. And, you know, what I did is uh, I changed the form of some of my books. So uh, my Kindle collection grew. And also, I uh, I culled a lot. Like, it's great to purge. So never be afraid of purging with the de-book, de-clutter. And I gave away books to the hard-to-find bookstore that's by, up by um, St. Benedict's uh, in the city. And lovely Chalonne even came in her truck and picked ha. them up. So there <laughs> you go.
0: This is extraordinary. So you have been through just this. Very hard. Because, uh, yeah, as a, as a book addict, it was very hard to get rid of those books.
3: Okay, Scott, what would you do? Yeah, I I like to think of myself as a minimalist. um, But then uh, my my kids and I moved into our house about a year, uh, just about, yeah, just over a year ago, and we had the exact same situation. And um, I kept all my books, and I'm currently standing in my office, which has a big bookcase with books that go back to my days at Massey University, which was a long time ago. One day I'll get around to reading them.
0: What you, you maybe, you, maybe. <laughs> you, you haven't read them yet? It's time to declutter, Scott Campbell, isn't it?
3: Get rid of them. Well, I, I think I think so. Maybe yeah. I'll take them somewhere. Yeah, maybe you know do know where to take
0: them? Uh, what do you think? Uh, what would you do? But uh, Sarah says yes. Uh, time to declutter, and Scott says yes, but not yet. Uh, maybe I will read them. Quite a bit of response regarding the protest. Martin and Blenheim says I'm feeling as proud of our cops as I am feeling so utterly ashamed of these feral morons outside the beehive. That is Martin's view there. Um, all right, uh, five to four. It is time for I've been thinking where we um, open our hearts into what uh, you know what's really on our mind uh, this week. Sarah Sparks, would you like to go first?
2: Wow. Interesting timing, really, because I've been thinking about social cohesion. Uh, I was reading a report by uh, Dr. Peter Gluckman um, and his fellow researchers, and it was zeroing in on social uh, cohesion, and it took me on a bit of a headquarters look at patterns and perspectives historically, right? Mm. Because history repeats. So when I was in my first year at uni, and I'm an old (laughs) trout, 30 years ago, the war was on in the Gulf War. There was the uh, Romanian Revolution, U.S. invasion of Panama. There was a pandemic, HIV-AIDS, and there was also a bit of a revolution in terms of the Berlin Wall coming down. And then you fast forward to 2022, and it's my son's first year at uni, right? Different timeline, but you're looking at the same repetition of themes. We've got war with Russia invading Ukraine, pandemic with covid And uh, the evolution, though, positive, right? Not revolution, evolution, is what I've personally seen with the partnerships in Kotahitanga in response to the pandemic, particularly here in Aotearoa with my mahi on the ground. So the perspective I get from looking at history and looking at the comparative is about letting values guide to bring about the good values like respect and dignity and trust and unity and doing what's right and you know instead of revolution using power plays and look at the spectacle we're watching on screen currently uh you know you take the approach of evolution i mean i don't know how the police could have actually brokered a deal but you know right, it, i like okay. to think that you walk understand and negotiate you can rearrange things and reform things because revolution and evolution, they're both two choices, yet the former comes at a far greater cost compared to the latter.
0: Oh, fantastic. I've been thinking. Kia ora, Sarah. That's uh, that's wonderful. Uh, And on that, evolution versus revolution. Just driving down Thorndon, big black smoke visible from down by the Inter-Islander Ferry Terminal.
3: All right, um, Scott Campbell, I've been thinking. Yeah, um, I think outside of when I have to be thinking, well, at the moment, I'm trying not to think too much at all. Um, I am, you know, it struck me over the weekend just with everything that's going on at the moment. I was talking to a couple of good mates um, just about trying to get away from all of the noise that's currently around. And, And what does concern me a little bit is when we get through all of this, and, you know, we're supposedly going to see a light at the end of the tunnel shortly, that when we get through the the potential for mental health issues when we come out the back end, um, you know, we talk about life after COVID, that does concern me a little bit. And I I am sort of um, worried about just people who are under constant pressure and with all of this noise around at the moment. So for me, um, at times where I can not think, I'm trying not to think.
0: Oh, that's profound. Scott, thank you. Mm. Uh, That's really important to know, isn't it? And I think that's one of the reasons why a show like the panel does veer to other topics, because it's important to realise that there are other things going on, be they serious or be they light. Jenny Morton said on the panel a couple of days ago, Scott, that she actually, in a moment of honesty, she actually felt quite overwhelmed Mm. right now you feel that yeah too. and i think
3: do you know and i think i was talking to some of my team uh, at the office recently and just to say to them that look it's it's okay to feel overwhelmed at the moment don't sort of shut your, yourself down thinking that there's a you've got a problem if you're overwhelmed and and you're anxious because it's actually okay to be that but reach out if you've got if you need to go and talk to people
0: Kia ora, Scott. That's uh, really sage advice and wonderful. I've been thinking, both of you, thank you. While seeing this protest makes me weep with despair, the protesters call out, Shame on you. I feel shame with those who are behaving against the collective and they are screaming, Listen to us so loud, they can't even hear the self. Many views coming in this afternoon around the protest at Parliament. We cross straight to it after four live, right here on the panel